Welcome to episode 15 of Logger, and you might be saying to yourself, holy crap, where has the show been? It's been over a year. Why now? Why? Bring it back. And where is everybody else? Trolls, Devin, Zayfan, the other people that used to be on the show. Well, actually, um, <clears throat> it was never my intent to stop doing Logger, but just real life got in the way. The move and my new job and everything, and it's just been really difficult to find the time to record a show along with everybody else. Uh, in fact, the idea for this show came about not because of of anything in particular, but the fact that I have had some workstation difficulties in the past couple of weeks, and I think I got most of that hammered out and figured I want to do some test recording before the actual TLLTS, and I said, why not do another logger? Uh, I don't want you to think that logger disappeared because of the lack of Linux games out there. In fact, that's quite the opposite. Uh, in the past year or so, uh, there's been an influx of games and just a whole lot of really good things coming out both in the free software, open source software, and proprietary commercial offerings or closed source offerings that are, are, are actually really good. And to kick off this episode, I'm going to briefly talk about one that uh, crossed my path yesterday while I was looking on linuxgames.com. Uh, I found this, this game, um, largely, like I said, after looking at linuxgames.com, um, there was a link to a game on there called Anchorhead, which is an old Infocom-type game, if you remember the text adventures. And I used to get into those a lot. So I decided to go take a look at it because Anchorhead is kind of in the flavor of H.P. Lovecraft. And uh, it said it was a pretty decent game. So I, I popped over there and checked it out, read about it, and said, you know, I really want to play this game. Uh, the website, Linux.com, linked me to this website called PlayThisThing.com. And from there, I downloaded the file, and I pulled down Frots off the Ubuntu repositories. Frots is a interpreter for the interactive fiction games like Infocom, and fired it up and started playing for a little bit. It's a really engrossing game. Uh, I think so far it's really well written. I've been having... Uh, I only played it for about 20 minutes and, and enjoyed my time playing it. But while there, I decided to see what other offerings were available for Linux on playthisthing.com and you can click on their link at the top of the, the page that says show all all their games and then once you go there at the, all the games you can then click on one of the tags and one of those could be Linux and it'll show you all the Linux based games and that's where I came upon this game called Penumbra Overture Episode 1 now Penumbra Overture uh, is a first-person style game, but it's not necessarily a shooter. It's more atmospheric, and uh, it is a survival horror type game. So that's that's right up my alley. Uh, you know, Eve, the Resident Evil series. I, I love that stuff, and it looked to be very interesting. And um, they have a demo down there that you can pull down. And I decided to give it a whirl. I played it last night for about. I I, I got to be honest. I didn't give it that much time you know, five minutes um, on my laptop going around. And the interface was very interesting. I, it was cool that when you click on a drawer, when you want to open a drawer or something, you don't just click on it and opens the drawer. You actually have to grab the handle with your little action icon and pull the drawer open with your mouse. Same thing with a chest. I had to 
grab the top of the chest and pull it open or push it open, lift it off with the mouse. And I thought that 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 kind of interactivity just tickles me, tickles my my funny bone there. I think it's really cool. It, it helps you get into the game a little more. Um, they say to play this game, what you should do is turn off all the lights and adjust the gamma on the game when you first start off so that you can see very well and play in the darkness. It provides some wonderful atmosphere. I started off, you see, it goes through a brief introduction. The voice quality was very was very good. Um, the storyline seemed to pull me in and had me very interested. It, it sounds like a very engrossing, you know, almost another H.P. Lovecraft-ish style horror story that you're going to be involved with. Um, Penumbra Overture, it's P-E-N-U-M-B-R-A-Overture.com and the game.php and you can buy the game the full version for 19.99. Um give the demo a, a try. You can't save in the demo. So I, while I I wanted to devote more time to to playing it, I haven't had that opportunity yet, but I strongly recommend that you check this game out. Um the graphics are very nice and it just seems to be very 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 engrossing. Uh, and as I play it, you know, I'll try and report more back. I hope to do another show with the rest of the guys in the very near future. But this being what it is today, uh, I just wanted to touch on that. And now I'm going to switch gears and call my two daughters in, and we're going to talk about another game that they've been playing the past couple of days um, that recently came out called Fashion Sense. Okay, we're here with... Uh, Paige and Avery, and uh, I'm going to have them introduce themselves, actually. Hi, my name's Avery, and I'm six. My name's Paige, and I'm nine. And uh, we're going to talk about a game called Fashion Sense from mygamecompany.com. And uh, I'll let Paige start. Why don't you tell us a, a little bit about what Fashion Sense is? Well, first of all, you have to make sure that the, you get the right colors or else you won't have the right outfit and when you get all 10 outfits then you go to the next level each level gets harder and when you don't have anything that matches you can put it in a little box you have a minimum of I think 8 boxes you can store stuff in once you can't do en- once you can't put any um, thing in any boxes and um you don't have anything to do then it's game over and you have to start a new game or you, you know can what? resume wait, wait your game what let's describe for a second what the game actually looks like what what's on the screen well there's 10 10 girls and you have to drag outfits over and match up the outfits drag out the what drag out um, accessories and stuff. There's a little box in the upper left ha- hand corner and um, clothes appear up there and you drag them to any girl and try to match up outfits. Avery, do you, do you know what the goal of the game is? No? <laughs> okay. The, the the actual goal of the game is you're given ten girls and an assortment of clothes come down one at a time in a box in the upper left-hand corner, like Paige said. A hat, a blouse, a skirt, pants, shoes, sunglasses, purses, 
will appear, and the object of the game is to place the clothes or accessory upon the body of one of the girls and then match the colors or match them fashionably. So if you are successful and dress the girl completely, what happens? Then you go to the next level of the game. Well, the clothes actually go into the shopping bag, and you get points. Yeah. If you unsuccess... What happens... Avery, what happens if you try and put, like, uh, let's say, a red hat on a brown... Red hat with brown pants. What might what might happen? She might not like it. And what will she say? Ew. <laughs> She'll say ew, right? Is it funny? I don't, you gotta say. You can't shake your head. You gotta say yes or no. Is it funny? Is it funny? Well, which one is it? Say yes or no. If you, people can't see you shaking your head. On the right. Yes. Yes. It's okay. Okay. So, is it hard? Uh, when you go up different levels, it gets harder and harder, but the first level is kind of easy. What, what do you think? Do you think it's hard, Avery? No. No? How far have you gotten? I've gotten to the uh, fourth level of the game. Now, the game itself seems fairly simple, uh, but is it fun? Yes, it is very fun, I is it, think. Is it fun, Avery? Yes. Uh, now, obviously, this, this appeals to... Why? Yes. It appeals a lot to girls. Do you think boys would enjoy this? No. Maybe some boys yeah. that have a uh, very good taste in fashion. And you are a goalie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Goalie? So, it's more for girls, you say. This game is yes. geared towards girls. I wonder if there's one uh, for boys. Like, you have to match up boy clothes with boys. I don't know. Do you think? Yeah. I, I doubt it. I don't know. I have never seen one, but... Yeah, this is definitely more a, a game more for girls. Uh, you can download the demo. The demo is, is a fairly basic uh, version of the game. Um, if you actually purchase it for $19.95, I believe it is, or $19.99, which is a decent, decent price for the game... Uh, you get more voices, oh, more clothes, uh, different music, different tunes, uh, and free add-on packs as I, time goes on. I have no idea. So it's ex- extensible game. Do you think I should buy it? Yes. Yes. Is it that good? Yes. Do you know? Do, do you remember the game that this other, this uh, the other game this guy did? Do you remember this game? I'll bring up the picture. See if you can tell me what it is. Uh, again, this is at mygamecompany.com. Do you remember playing this game? Yeah. Do you remember what that's called? Uh. Dirk Dashing Secret Agent. Was that a good game? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I never played it. Oh, now this guy makes some pretty good games, right? Yes. Should we support him? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, definitely. We will. Uh, we'll definitely check that out. So, Fashion Sense Deluxe from MyGameCompany.com. One thumb up, two thumbs up. What? Ten thumbs up. Ten thumbs up. That good. Wow. <laughs> it's funny we said the same thing. Yeah? I didn't even know. Okay, so Woo-hoo! anything else you want to see? What else have you guys been playing on the computer? Uh, We play a lot of webkins, some Neopets, Avery. Bobby's. Uh, well, you, what you guys were talking about are a lot of Flash-based games that are on the Internet. Avery, what is webkins? A game where you... 
you have to adopt a stuffed animal and there's like this little tag you um adopt the webkin how do you adopt the webkin you put in, you put in, you have You put in your access, you buy one, you, uh, you open the tag, and you finish. go on Webkin's World. Let your sister finish what she was saying. Go ahead. And um, to adopt a pet, you have to put in the um, secret code. Where do you get the secret code? On the tag. Of a tag of what? The Webkin. Where do you get the Webkin? At the store. You buy it? Yeah. It's a stuffed animal. Yeah. Um, actually, it says that you mo that um most places that you get it are gift shops. Okay. Go ahead, Amy. And how you adopt it? How you adopt a webkin? You have to put in a secret code, and you have to give it a name. You have to decide if it's a boy or a girl. You have to tape in the secret letters. What do you do with your webkin once you have it? You play with it and feed it. It pays what else? You can it. um. Go to the W shop. You can buy stuff with the with the kids cash that you get from games at the arcade. You can go to the um, doctor if he's not if your webkins is not feeling good. Um, doctor Quack's clinic. You can also do jobs. You can be his assistant. You, you can, can deliver. You can, yeah, you can go to the curio shop and um, go gem hunting and. Uh, find, try to find the gem of the day, and you can also sell your gem or keep your gem for the Webkin's Crown of Wonder. Now, do you, do you play little games to earn money? Yeah, yeah you can I'm actually buy games and play with other people. I bought this um in this uh, weird game. I, it's kind of like Battleship. It's like a bathtub. Click on it. Um, uh, so far I've gone up to getting prize money, forty kins cash. What about you? What have you done to get money? Go to the arcade. So you play games in the arcade? Now, do you have to pay Webkin's money to play games? No. You can play any game. And there's also a game called Wheel of Wow and uh, Wishing Well. Wishing Well, you get five wishes. You get um, money if you line up uh, different uh, symbols. And if you line up four, I mean three, um... Wishing Wells, you can get 1,000 kins cash and an exclusive item. Um, and if you have Pet of the Month, you can get an exclusive item and different stuff. And um, the Wheel of Wow, you spin it. You get one spin a day unless it's set. Well, yeah, one spin a day and um, unless you're, you have Pet of the Month. And um, you get one spin a day. You spin it and there's uh, different symbols. I've uh, there's 500, 100 kins cash. Oh, there's gunk, which is something that you can feed to your webkins. They don't really like it that much, but it puts up their points. Um, they have to have high health points to be very healthy. And there, when you log out, you might want to make sure that your webkins is asleep because that makes it healthier. Avery, how when you're in the arcade and you play games, do you earn money? Yes. And what do you spend that money on? Stuff at stuff at the W shop. And what can you buy at the W shop? Food, food, beds, TV, and um, wallpaper, games. So you you actually when you start off you get a little house for your webkin, right? Yeah. And also you get, you get a, a little gift present. Yeah. It has three items in it. Okay. Food, well, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, uh, 
food, furniture, and a welcome balloon. Now, I have some questions for Avery, and then i got a big question for you, okay? Okay. Now, I want Avery to answer these. So, what have you bought at the Webkin store for your Webkin? Um, a bed, a TV, food. Now, the other day when, when we went to close... A sandwich maker and, um... A sink and a bathroom. And when you make sandwiches, you get you get bleach. Bleach? Yeah. And it's like the skunky sandwich. It's gross. Oh, now the other day. And I got a skateboard. And I got a boat. And I got a hat. And I got more food. Okay. When when we first played this and we lo- I logged and you I out. El- Elsa. You flipped Elsa. out on me because I logged you out before you put your webkin in the bed. Why is it important to put your webkin in the bed? It could get really sick. Oh, is that so? It's important yeah. to put it in the um, bed before and somebody it... can log into your webkin thing and hack into your file. Well, what what does it matter if they're in bed? How are they going to hack into your file if your webkin's not in bed? Uh, the computer won't respond if it's in bed. Okay. Well, now I have a question for Paige. In your opinion, unless it's your computer, then how works. how does webkins compare to Neopets? Me. Yeah, you. Um, well, the way it compares is that you can, in both games, you can go online and uh, win points and stuff at the arcade, and you can go to shops and buy food and stuff. Um, a different, a big, big difference is that um, Neopets, you can go on there, um, you don't have to buy a plush toy, but with Webkins, you have to buy one, and you have to get an access code, and, um... Also, a big difference is on Webkin's World, you get um, you can buy rooms and you start out with a room. On Neopets, you just get um, a closet, and when you buy stuff, it goes into there, and you can um, touch stuff. You can uh, click on something, uh, the screen will come up. Uh, you scroll down, and there's like play f- or feed to your um, Neopet or. F- uh, play with your Neopet or read to your Neopet depending on what item it is. You can also um, sell items if you have a shop at, in Neopets, but you don't have to have a shop in Webkins. That's some ways that they're the same and different. So, wh- which which game do you like better right now, Webkins or Neopets? Webkins. Well, you only play Webkins. What about you? Um, are they both? I like both of them, but I have to say I like Webkins more because you can do more things with Webkins. And um, Neopets is good, too, but I like Webkins more, I have to say. Can you fight, have Webkin battles like you can in Neopets? No. Well, actually, if you count playing against each other in games, um, in games and stuff like that on Webkins World, on Neopets you can actually fight battles. Okay. Now, when you play these games, you're playing on... Uh, what operating system are you guys using? Do you know? Ubuntu. Go ahead. Ubuntu? What is Ubuntu? Uh, a version of what? A distribution of what? Linux Link Tech Show. Not Linux. the Linux Link Tech Show, but... Linux Link? No, not Linux Link, but... Canoe Linux? Canoe Linux. Canoe Linux. Do, you, do you like Ubuntu? No. No? What do, you, what do you mean, no? Fine, yes. What do you mean, yes? Let me ask you a question. You guys play on Mommy's laptop and Daddy's laptop and yeah. Daddy's computer workstation yeah. here, and my, my workstation runs Arch. Which one do you like to work on the best? Your laptop. 
Why? It's faster. <laughs> what about you? Which one do you like to play with the best? Your laptop. My laptop. Well, okay. Now, Daddy's laptop looks a lot different than Mommy's laptop, right? Mm-hmm. Which screen? Yeah. Which one? Which one do you think is easier to use? Uh, yours. Yours. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, are you able to play other games on my laptop other than stuff on the two Firefox? Well, actually, I can play more stuff on Mommy's laptop, I think, because I can't, uh, it's a little harder to find stuff on your laptop, because uh, there's so many different I things. I like mine's like, better. Like, uh, the big cube thing. I like Mommy's use, better. Like, when you press something, it goes to that side of the cube. Uh, but, um, but there's, like, little icons on Mommy's. You can, um, there's this one that I really like. You press it, and a bar comes up. You press games, and there's so many games that come out, um... So you don't know you where can. that is on Daddy's, right? No, I don't. Okay. So you you guys seem to be more accustomed to KDE than GNOME. Because Daddy's runs GNOME and Mommy's runs KDE. Uh, and you don't yeah. really care, yeah. do you? <laughs> no, <laughs> because yours is faster. Okay. Well, uh-huh. I want to thank you guys very much. And uh, you want, any last words you want to say? Bye. Bye. There you have it, folks. Straight from the mouth of babes, or demons as I like to call them, fashion sense. Uh, it's a game from mygamecompany.com. We've spoken about some of their other game, uh, Dirt Dashing Secret Agent, which is pretty cool. Uh, fashion Sense Deluxe is available for Linux, Windows, and OS X, I believe. I, I better verify that. Um, I'm not... Yeah. Windows, Linux, and OS X. Uh, it's a fu- it's a fun game. Um, it's funny to actually play. Uh, the first time I played it was at work over my lunch hour. I just decided to take a look at it when it was released for Linux, and uh, it's just it's kind of hilarious. It drew a little bit of a crowd. It was funny, and uh, everybody was kind of uh, laughing and smirking at the voices. At nineteen ninety nine, it's a steal. Well worth it. Very fun, entertaining. I highly recommend it. Uh, but you could judge for yourself by pulling down their five-trial demo. Uh, it lets you actually run the game up to five times and uh, see for yourself. <clears throat> now, the next thing I want to talk about is Neverwinter Nights. Now, I know we have brought this up on the show before. Neverwinter Nights, if you are at all interested in role-playing games, fantasy genre, or play D&D back in the day, or even still play D&D, Neverwinter Nights is a fantastic uh, compilation of modules and scenarios um, in the Forgotten Realms campaign for Linux and Windows, I think OS X too, but it runs spectacularly well. I've bought the Platinum Edition. I think you can go out and get the Diamond Edition for 20 bucks now at a lot of different places, probably pulled down off of Amazon, and that gives you the standard campaign in Neverwinter Nights uh, is it Tides of Underdark and a few others but anyway uh, we have talked about that before it's a fun game but what's really great about Neverwinter Nights is the community add-on modules and packs that you can get for this that just extend the game even further I spent the other day tracking down some of the uh, 
the modules based on the original or old advanced Dungeons and Dragons and Dungeons and Dragons modules that I knew grew up with, like Tomb of Horrors, The Keep on the Borderlands, the uh, Against the Giant series, Queen of the Demon Web Pits, Descent to the Darkness, Vault of the Drow, all those wonderful modules that I remember buying and reading through and playing through when I was a, a youngin and playing Advanced Dungeons and Dragons with my friends. But uh, it was really cool. You can actually go out and download these for free. There's two places you can go, but the one that I found that had the most comprehensive uh, list of modules available was the nwvault.ign.com. So at ign.com, they have the nwvault, and you can get a ton of modules there. Now, if you're really interested in tracking down the the modules based on the original game modules you you could actually sort the modules by what's called p to p or p and p i'm sorry like that I, I don't know what p to p means but anyway that's where i found all the modules i could pull down they're rated there on a scale of one to ten um you pull down the modules and you unzip them or unrar them some of them are in a rar format into your modules directory under your game directory you may also they may also come with what's called a hack pack and you have to put that under the hack directory now be warned a lot of these modules were created under windows i believe and windows being a non-case sensitive operating system um, when they named the modules they could have used any lettering format you know any style they wanted all capitals starting with a capital letter but what i found is in the game itself looks for the name of the module by lowercase letters so you can save yourself some time and debugging by just renaming the module in all lowercase letters if there's any capitals in there and it should run flawlessly after that uh, just a little tip that I found out a bunch of the modules work right out of the box but some of them require the community enhancement pack or what's called CEP now there's two packs out there CEP2 was just recently released, and it's a real smooth download. It's like 300 or so megs. You can get the uh, full RAR version. You unpack it, and there's directions in there on how to apply the CEP pack to Neverwinter Nights. Basically, it involves copying over files into the uh, the hack directory, the modules directory, uh, creating a TLK for talk and putting something in there. And you're pretty much good to go. It doesn't interfere with the existing game because only modules that require content from the CEP will use it. Now, there was another uh, community enhancement pack released a few years ago, uh, which I believe was the 1.0 series. And 1.52 all the way up to 1.69 or something like that. Um, some of the modules actually require that. So... From what I gather, 2.0 is a completely different branch than 1.0. It doesn't necessarily contain the same files or information. So some of the modules required me to get that, too. But that was a little more complicated to get, because what I had to do was download the full pack, which I believe was the 1.52 was the only one I could get. Download that full pack, and then each subsequent patch to it. Uh, there was two of them, I think 1.6 something, and then 1.69, I believe, is the last one and apply the patches to the uh, the pack and then copy all the information over into my Neverwinter Nights directories where they go. And that allowed me to play some of those games that required the CEP1 packs. Um, now that allows you to enhance and extend your gameplay unlimitedly. It's, it's just phenomenal. Like 
some of those modules you're looking at eight to ten hours of play. Um, there's some multiplayer modules and single player modules. And like I said, I only downloaded and messed with um, the P and P modules. I started playing uh, B1 against the unknown because I figured I'd just try the B series, see where it goes. Now I'm not the authority on how these modules work, but I wanted to take my druid that I had. He was a seventh level druid, and when he went into the module, he was at first level. So I'm not exactly sure how that works out, whether you need to create a new character or whether it takes a character and adjusts them appropriately for the, the level. Um, so I don't know. I took him in Descent to the Darkness, too, and got my ass beat because everybody was a higher level than me. That's like a, a 13 through 15 level campaign. And actually, you might want to be 15 to 18 if it's you're doing it solo. So uh, Neverwinter Nights, modules, the community packs, fantastic way to extend the longevity of that wonderful game. Now, of course, you know, Neverwinter Nights 2 was released, and that is not able to be run under window or OS 10 or Linux at this time, which is unfortunate, but you can still get a lot of play and a lot of fun out of the first version of the game. That about wraps up episode 15 for Logger. If you have any questions or comments, please email them to logger, L-A-G-E-R, at thelinuxlink.net. And feel free to leave comments on our blog if you like, or hop on over to the forum. Leave some questions or comments over there. That's uh, the linuxlink.net slash forum. There's a locker form there. Keep on playing those games under Linux. Keep on uh, supporting Linux gaming, and you have a great holiday. I don't think there will be another episode out before the end of the year. So have a happy new year, and we'll try and pick this back up in January with everybody else. Have a great one, and peace out. Bye. That wraps up another episode of Logger. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, Logger is released under Creative Commons for non-commercial use license. Feel free to copy, excerpt from, or distribute Logger for non-commercial purposes. The opening music of the show is provided by James Underberg called The Battle with sound effects from Blob Wars by Parallel Realities. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 